Greetings, viewers and listeners. Welcome to Heroes of Thylea, an actual play, show, and podcast produced by Lionhead Gaming. This production is the Lionhead Gaming version of Odyssey of the Dragon Lords, an epic 1-20 to adventure book for D&D 5th edition created by Arcanum Worlds. A blend of classic high fantasy with Greek mythology to create an epic saga of an adventure. Combined with my own changes to create something unique and wonderful that I hope both you and my excellent cast of close friends enjoy. And so with that, I want to let the cast reintroduce themselves and their characters. Hello, I'm Brendan, he, him, and I play Sophia, the Stygian philosophy wizard. We are all just pawns in a game of which we do not understand the rules. Hi, I'm Nikki, they, them, and I play Imperia, the nymph Amazonian ranger. Dragons. <laughs> They're just such awe-inspiring creatures. I'm Mel, she, her, and I play Nyx, the nymph prophecy cleric. I've spent centuries asking questions, and the only ones who have ever answered me are the stars. Hey, how's it going? I'm Peter, my pronouns are he, him, and I play Trace, the human hoplite fighter. Remember what has been lost. Fight for what hasn't been. I'm Nick, he, him, and I play Theamos, the human dragon lord paladin. Okay, Sophia, 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 what's irritating doesn't go away and makes you miserable? A lich. Get it? Because it's a play on... It's your no fun. Mercury would have laughed at that joke. I'm Adelaide Gardner, and I play Albacars Florakis, the Gorgon Oracle's Envoy Shadow Sorcerer. I hope you're not expecting me to do all this for free, no? Hmm. Excellent. 
Now, looking at the situation today, we are continuing with uh, Theamos being uh, played by Brendan over the time being until uh, we reach the necropolis where our wonderful paladin will uh, depart from the story. Uh, and uh, due to health concerns, uh, Adelaide is not able to be here for uh, tonight's session. Uh, so their character, uh, Alba, will also uh, be puppeted for the time being as part of the Sophia squad, as it is uh, so lovingly referred to. As the rest of us are, in fact, here and ready to play some more Heroes of Thylia. And so, we will start off with a recap of what took place last week on this haunting and cold mountain. When last we left, our oracles chosen, they had their rest interrupted by disturbing sights and sounds, joined quickly by the malevolent undead bathed in strange ethereal fire and wreathed in harsh iron armor. Their protective dome shattered by an explosive dispellation and immolation of a few of the human-looking spirits. An opening capitalized on quickly by the wailing wraithfire skull-shaped horrors. Fireballs, drain rays, and more bombarded our heroes, but with their well-earned power, prowess, and cunning, the undead of the night proved a just-above-paltry challenge. No, it was pushing higher on the mountain, bearing the weight of the necromantic desecration on their very souls that would prove more challenging. Though the horrid effects on the mind this place could have as you wandered its desolate dark ruins were most felt by the Chosen's most logical and pragmatic member, Sophia Akramatikos. Sapping her will, seeding her mind with doubt and regret, and crippling her ability to fight. It is a sole blessing she decided to take first watch this night, as she had so often before. This budding curse threatened our allies through its desire to spread, and in talking with Inferia, she matched mind and rhetoric with our young for a nymph, Dryad. Inferia is confident, brave, forthright, and steadfast, but it seems her patience and persistence socially might be a weak point for her. Growing frustrated with her allies' departure from her normal behavior, but not before realizing that this sudden change combined with this environment would mean magic or some other supernatural foulness was at play. Though Infuria tried to navigate Sophia gently to a potential remedy or detection method, 
Sophia's cursed paranoia spiked at the notion of such an affliction festering within their ranks. Within a few moments of frantic concern and questioning, Sophia opted to wake the entire party up and began making accusations and expressing her concerns. She believed Inferior was the one who was cursed or afflicted and seeking answers to this hypothetical in the hopes of thwarting a cure effort. When confronted with the seeming ridiculousness of this paranoia, combined with the dull snap of Inferior's patience, resulting in harsh words and name-calling, the building perceived hostility caused Sophia to begin casting powerful magic, which after noting the situation down, the Oracle's envoy, Alba, put a stop to that with a quick counterspell. At that point, Atreus stepped up, centering Sophia's mind in his stern wisdom, quieting the other members of the party before more infighting could make things worse. This, combined with a few key points from Nyx, allowed the inner mind of Sophia to breathe and realize what she was saying didn't make any sense. From there, she was able to follow the process to its inevitable conclusion, making another saving throw against this foul curse and able to clear her head for a time. But knowing it would return without a more prominent measure, she used a curative paste tonic with the aid of Atreus and much like a menthol rub, it cleared her sinuses and her mind fully. Since that awkward, tense first watch, the rest of the group was able to smooth a few things over enough to go back to sleep and rest, at least. Nothing else really occurring that night. We rejoin our heroes as their long rest is thankfully able to come to an end. Though still the sun remains a stranger in the horrible desecration an unwelcome and persistent guest. As in reflection of where you all are, your uh, mythic inspiration does not reset, but you do not gain any points. So whatever you have still is what you still have, but if you spent it, you're at zero. And we get the benefits of a long rest? Indeed, you do you gain the benefits of a long rest. I don't know if there were any uh, conversations or things like that uh, anyone wanted to have during uh, rests, I believe. Um, trying to remember if Nick and Atreus had the watch that night and had that conversation, if it was a, the previous night. It was a previous night. I uh, wanted to talk to Alaba, but she refused to go on a watch with me. Indeed ducking and diving you. Uh, yes, yeah, each of you are able to enjoy the benefits of a long rest. It says I lack permissions. I'm just gonna refresh.
the pseudopod slowly retracts away from your body. Oh my god. You don't have control over Nyx, do you? No. Not yet. Not yet. Oh my god. Stop. time here I uh, think we did some double checking uh, because I believe I forgot to move I think I forgot to move the calendar forward after you guys had your um, escapades in Mitros for a while uh, so uh, thankfully I double checked it against uh, the quartermaster's logs to realize oh yeah we're in Kyrian <laughs> We're oh, not in okay. Pythion anymore. That was uh last that was last month. Yeah. Yes, it is the tenth of Kyrian. Do, 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 do. At seven o'clock in the morning, you are greeted not by sunshine, but again that same dark grey sky unable to really see it seems like the um if it was even possible it seems like the blizzard is somehow actually managing to get worse um it isn't really getting any colder the winds are about the same but you're noticing like the precipitation and just the snowfall is just getting heavier and heavier and it is getting harder and harder to see like really any distant uh as looking past about 60 feet is basically just white. It's uh, considered heavily obscured at this point. Your vision is locked into basically a 60-foot bubble. And next, our customary spear healing potion in the morning. Thank you, Sophia. How are you feeling? Not uh tank has not affected me as others, it seems. I'm fine. They're all more perceptive than I have. Others start to show signs like I was of losing confidence in what we are doing. Let me know. I'll try to strip away the curse before it gets as bad as it was with me. And what if it happens to you again? Or anything of the sort? Then you'll have to convince me to be able to count myself. But hopefully the... delirium that it puts me under will make me want to cure myself above anyone else anyways. If I think a curse is lingering within my mind, I'm sure I would want to be gone of it. Alright, um... Be sure to keep an eye on the others. I'm glad you're feeling better. Thank you.
So about the beast that came through here. One which tracks we follow. Hmm. Our yes. presumption is that the creature is now ahead of our own path, is that correct? Seems so. Seeing as the tracks are already there. But it's also heading in the same direction we are. So yes. what if it's not hunting us? It doesn't make much sense if we are its target, if we are its prey, that it will continue to go on ahead. What if it has another goal in mind that we are unaware of? That has also crossed my mind. There are certainly many places along this trail where it could have ambushed us if it was looking for such a place. Maybe it's not the way that it passed us. That is true, we did spend a day in that cave recovering. It might not have expected that. We have rested through the night and we are close upon it. It continued its travels and it is hours ahead. Either way, its tracks here are gone. And we have only one direction to head. Alright then. I'll lead the way, per usual. Join you, per usual. <laughs> Like heading off, Theomos and Alba are lagging behind a bit. <laughs> oh, crazy. They are able to uh, recover one level of exhaustion from the long rest. Yes. Each of you. Yeah, because the first one's just a building check, second one's slow. Okay. Not slow. Okay, give me one second. Let's grab my documents again, but it looks like the thing I needed is working now. Yeah, yeah. I grabbed the wrong cup to take a drink out of, expecting monster, and it was just water. And I, I don't... Oh, something in my brain broke. It was just like, yuck, but it was just water. Yuck, water. <laughs> oh, gross. Okay. A continuation of this journey up the mountain is, it almost seems like, in a weird way, if it was not for the kind of peculiar and oddly juxtapos uh, juxtaposed events of this last few, like, week and a half or so, the days would almost start to blend into each other, especially now, now that you have spent almost five, six days without actually seeing the sun or really the sky, like just going up this snowy, cold mountain. It's all just kind of folding into each other, just another gray day in this horribly creepy and unsettling place. Thankfully, once again, Sophia's bubble, the winter clothing, any magic if she so chooses to cast it, along with the expertise of Nyx and Inferia, allowing you all to make this journey up the mountain. 
pushing against this cold and that desecration that tries to seep into your minds. Though, Sophia, as you're sort of going through the first uh, few moments of this travel, getting you know, your stuff together and having some food and setting out into the cold, you feel that burst, that chill, and that first wind, and you dig in. And you can hear that same sort of wailing and moaning and these horrible noises, this oppressive force on your shoulders. But you find yourself far more resilient to it. It's almost... It's almost like background noise now. Sort of the same as like hearing the shuffling and, and chattering of much more lackadaisical academics while you are focusing on your studies and your tutelage, understanding the philosophies behind both society and magic, you have absorbed that information and you have processed it into the outstanding wizard that you are now. And so seems this oppressive feeling as you almost, you almost feel just immune to it. This is just another day on this horrible mountain. Yeah. One you will get past with far greater ease. Yeah, from her stipulations from the last night, her musings about this and her research on curses, I'm assuming it's reflecting and true enough, a lot of these afflictions that uh, once you're able to get past them, you get somewhat immune, immunized against them, at least for a certain amount of time. Indeed. Yeah. That's the kind of exposure therapy we need to give Imperia. The kind that makes her <laughs> resistant to fire for a period of time. Works for anything. Look, I could stab you, and then you're immune to stabbing. I promise. Hey, that's how it works in D&D. &D. Not in real life, but in D&D, &D, <laughs> barbarians exist. Uh... <laughs> the rest of you... You can feel that cold again and that oppression weighing on you again. And it definitely is just annoying or unsettling. It is a weight. Though some of you did go so far as to burn that inner drive, that well of, well, some might call it inspiration, against this effect the previous day. And you can feel it sort of carrying you through a bit into this next day. But as time passes, you find yourself trying to find places to rest and recuperate, taking breaks from the oppressive storm. As Nyx and Inferia and who else? Yeah. All the icons of my stuff have disappeared, so I'm gonna go find this potion. Right. And Atreus. And Themis. You are making your way through these ruins. Do, 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 do. Uh, I just need to. Put temporary on it. 
Survival. I'll take care of your advantage if you fail. Hey. 18. <laughs> it's fine. Poor Imperia, she doesn't do the cold well. <laughs> <laughs> she can't handle the heat of fire and she can't handle the cold. This this poor tree. She I handles mean, like, different what extremes. Tree? Yeah, right. Like, what, what, what aspen tree does well in extreme temperatures? Exactly. <laughs> you're nice and you're nice and willowy, man. When we get to the windy area, it's gonna be great. You're gonna be bending. Everyone else is gonna be falling over. You're gonna be like, I got this. This is my element, baby. Uh, <laughs> as Nyx, you're able to sort of uh, pick out once again just these sort of alcoves, these uh, small shelters and the like, uh, just to be able to sort of catch your breath and try to warm up, come, come together a bit. You don't really see like any strange um, like wildlife or anything. It's actually noticeably just barren. This whole area that you've been going through, especially since uh, last night, you haven't even seen like an errant bird trying to fly off the mountain or anything like that. It's just been dead, cold quiet and bleak but thankfully you were able to find a few places for people to be able to catch their breath try to warm up and push further down the mountain go ahead and eat my my two second little spell slots and one third little spell slot for some enhanceability to help us along our way all right granting a bit of a bonus yes. uh, one two three four five six yeah I don't need one for um Theos's dragon though but the rest of you... strong I'm not like seeing stuff I clicked roll all and it didn't do anything it might be something that only I can click maybe okay do you see the the numbers Uh, Last thing I see is Constitution Shape Throw, and it just says Actors, and it has two buttons, Roll All and Roll for NPCs. Just give me, like, a, a normal roll. I already have your roll. You got a 13. Uh, but give me a, just, like, a normal roll to see if, like, the rolling is working for you. You see that? Yep. Yeah, that worked. Okay, weird. Not sure on that one. I didn't. I don't think I set it to private. Yeah, I can see it on Mel's screen that it's all there. Uh, as Alba, able to sort of tough it out quite nicely, um, and do, 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 do. 
Sophia, Atreus, Nyx are the other ones. I think he already has his stuff built into his studio. So some people could get some plus three to their stuff. That might help. I think Thamus' save already has the plus three built in. Yeah. Yeah, because you got a 16 for the roll itself. Uh, and then thanks to your expenditure of magic, uh, you can feel, you know, you, yourself, Atreus, and Nyx all having a hard time, uh, but do, do, do. do get some advantage thanks to both... Uh, ooh, damn, a 10. Thanks to both your efforts and able to find uh, a few places to tuck away. Atreus able to tough it out thanks to the magic. And Sophia... Oh, you probably don't see the button. Yeah, I clicked the button. I don't know. Did it do something? It did not. Okay. Okay. I can just click it on the character sheet. Nine. Thirteen. No. Because uh, his bonus is only plus three, right? So it's still too short for you. Yeah. Okay. Plus uh, five and two. And you all feel the bite of this cold day a bit sooner. Uh -uh. It's only about three going on four o'clock as you all start to just get slowed down and just feel your strength leaving you more and more as um, do, 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 do. Alba, Theamos, Inferia, uh, each of you once again losing three hit dice. And taking four cold damage, respectively. And Atreus, Sophia, and Nyx, each of you just feeling just overwhelmed by this blizzard in spite of the magic. It's almost. You're certain at this point, uh, if this was a natural storm, the, the efforts you all are taking would allow you to sort of tough this out, but this just is obviously empowered by that uh, strange elemental and is just draining your strength uh, as each of you set your hit dice to zero. And you so set- What's the second die rolled? Which one? The 14, the ability check. Uh, that was for this. I accidentally hit uh, saving throw. For the uh, first one. Because it's technically like... Uh... Yeah, no, it's... I would have succeeded. I would have had a 21. I would have 14. 14 plus 7. No, no, no. The uh, the fault on my part was hitting save the first time. But uh, you're, you would have your proficiency. Uh, that would only take you to 17, though, right? Yes. Uh, but you got it. You got a 14 on the second roll, though. Yeah. yeah. So I wouldn't have failed. Or I would have. 
Well, the second roll is the right one. The 14 becoming an 18 plus your proficiency because you have proficiency in martial weapons. So you're you're good. So you just uh, okay. you just lose three hit dice and take four cold damage. Mm-hmm. So super bad fail was zero hit dice and two exhaustion. Yeah, uh, setting your exhaustion to two, not gaining two levels of exhaustion. Taking a decent chunk of damage here. Oh, there's no exhaustion section for NPCs. As uh, Nyx is beginning to slow down due to the exhaustion and just the harsh weather, she's starting to use her large lantern holder as a walking stick at this point. And if you uh, super failed, uh, you take 15 points of cold damage. Which I think, yeah, I think that's just Nick and Sophia. Rip. And yields. Continuing this climb into the early afternoon, you continue to pass. Uh, it seems like larger and larger uh, sort of collective small stone villages in these little communities that are broken open at this point and flooded with snow. Uh, but it seems like every sort of clearing and, and gap in the stonework uh, has these ruins in them. Continuing this long strip along this section of the mountains, the city of Telemark. As a bit more time passes, need one more thing. But not from Sophia. Try not to uh, to react depending on what your results to this check are. This is a private role between me and you. It'd be really weird me having to roleplay two different other people that are also going crazy. Thing, 
grab a message roll. What is that? And Atreus. Why do you have a weird empty box on you? I think it's the mage armor. Like on our token? Yeah, I just have like a empty gray box on her. Right, I think you probably just need to refresh. <laughs> if that oh god, I have working. so many character sheets over though. No, I'm not. I'm just like not gonna have pictures. Who so, knows what'll uh, happen when you get to the next map, Brendan? Just get it out of the way. Goodbye, character sheets. Put you in a nice little grid so I can see everything. Okay. Interesting. Character sheets. Go back in your fucking holes. Okay. I think that was handled. Good. After a bit more time. chill of the daylight uh, turns to darkness, and you find yourselves once again in another frigid and haunting night. The wind continues to howl, especially sort of being contorted and forced between these rocky outcroppings, and there is that underlying groan carried upon it. And as night falls and the uh, clouds go from that dark gray to this just pitch black Combined with the blizzard conditions around you, vision more and more impeded. Those of you with a connection to death, Nyx and Alba, the groan of the tortured dead, the wayward souls of those that fell on Telemach's treacherous peaks. It is almost 
pervasive and much more clear now. Save us. Help us. Take the children. Telemark, why have you forsaken us? All of these sort of whispers and calls out into the ether reach your ears with a startling clarity. Nyx, you cannot help but be reminded of hearing the strange voices and the calls of spirits in a horrible nightmare no more than a month ago. So you are sure you're awake, aren't you? Things of that ilk surround you as night falls. And all of you, after suffering in this place where the living should not pass, your limbs cold and heavy, you do manage to find a place to take refuge. An interesting sort of open and expansive kind of place at the end of this long strip. All along your path in the last two hours, especially, you've had these nested farmsteads and homes, like growing more and more uh, congregated, almost like these little neighborhoods. And now at the end of your path seems to be the head of this ruined settlement, the end of the strip of ruins along this mountain. Nestled on all sides in this large, like, rise of rock and trees just nestled behind it. It's almost like this little stony mountainous pocket. And you find yourself stumbling right into it. Hard to miss, even with the terrible visibility. You see and can sort of hear just underneath the... Uh, wind, this frozen frozen and shallow stream leading out and away from this place that seems to just quickly turn and fall off the side of the mountains. Overturned trees have collapsed into it, and the shadows and breaks in the snow allow you to make out structures in this sort of stony area. Two large buildings to your left and three to your right with a very large tree and the source of this frozen stream in the middle. Cool tree. the map is called the taste of Hades. So comforting. I know, right? Uh-oh. <laughs> the voices haven't ceased. They come and go, 
but it's 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 more sort of repetitious uh callings in a similar vein it seems like uh, a host of different uh, voices children's men women all uh, old young all sort of intermixed you just kind of get uh like flashes or breakthroughs of it uh sort of peeking out of the oppressive sort of groan and just uh feeling of this whole mountain just like uh, just every so once in a while you just catch like something almost suddenly like it's like right behind you do we know what happened to telemark do we know what happened to this city it is relatively unknown though you could give me a very hard history or religion check oh that is still at disadvantage mother god damn it I would have had that cold is far more important than any stories of the past right now, it seems. Though, the only thing you can remember is something to do with undeath. So this blizzard's still so bad that we can't see more than 60 feet out in front of our faces? Indeed. So basically just bumping into this one building not seeing the rest of it yeah you um thanks to like sort of nix's light and the the uh the falling light kind of just trying to get its way through this thick cloud you're just able to sort of make out uh in the distance uh, like big shadows because of these large buildings but any sort of finer details are completely lost to you like you can tell there is something that way and that is like about as far as you get of like it's white and then it's not and then like the sun keeps going down more and more and it's just getting darker and darker to the point where it is effectively heavily obscured but coming up into this pocket you could tell that there were two maybe buildings on the left and uh three on the right we find shelter then Certainly seems like shelter. This is probably the most guaranteed shelter of the moment. I don't feel very confident going much further in hopes of finding anything else but snowy pathways. I was looking at over here. Circle time. I don't know. What does Ivis see? Looks like upside down trees. <laughs> Indeed, yeah. Ivis can see these sort of uh, overturned large trees that look like they've sort of been ripped uh, out of the ground and have collapsed down into uh, this small stream. Comforting. I know, right? Ivis reports this to Iberia. 
Ibis has found some, well, rather large trees that look like they have been ripped from the earth. Hmm. Well, that's comforting. That was precisely my reaction. I'm going to go explore. That seems like there might be things here as Kira just sort of struts off. Um, you see her sort of just pass by the window. We should all. Yes? If as Nyx tries to grab Inferior by the arm to stop her before she gets too far. If any one of us is going to investigate the area, perhaps it should be the goddess with literal godly speed. However, usually when Kira says something out loud like that, it's because she wants to draw something to our attention, isn't it? Is it? I thought she was just talkative. Well, I mean, I could be reading into things incorrectly, however... Mm. That was what Gamera did when she was teaching me. I'm not going to stop you pursuing her, then. Uh, I am curious about the rest of this building. Yeah, as you come towards it, you realize that there is no roof to it. It's just open up to the sky. There is a collapsed stone staircase that seems to sort of lead to a second uh, floor that's just no longer there. There are chunks of stone and wood all around uh, this building from the second floor's collapse. And on the first floor, where you guys, most of you are, there do seem to be some surviving bits of furniture and the like, though most of it kind of buried in the snow. As uh, anyone in the building that wants to sort of look around can give me an investigation check. Sophia perches upon her throne, and Theomos is going to go with next to the protector. <laughs> oh, yeah, I can of course, only shelter is not actually shelter. Except perception or investigation? Oh, investigation. Yeah, just sort of calling on this, uh, this magic, uh, Sophia. You can feel as you're trying to put this ritual together, just the bursts of air and wind as your building is just flooded with snow all around you on the ground. You're sort of putting together this bubble while standing and or sitting in about uh, two feet of snow. As two... Uh, da, 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 da. Yeah, Nyx, Atreus, Themos, all of you sort of uh, taking this in and just trying to get uh, warmer uh, as Sophia does this ritual. You see like a shelf over in the corner and uh, it's kind of partially buried in some snow, but it's like up against the wall in such a way that it looks like some of it's still exposed. And you see like uh, some labeled jars that... <sighs> and like a, a box on the shelf. You're not sure what you're looking at. It looks like there's just like rotted vegetables or something in the jars. Yeah. You said they're labeled. Yeah, you see like a strip of like uh, paper, like wax across the band of some of them. I'm 
do they actually say? Are they just vegetables? People. Is it just a pantry? Uh, looking at them... They seem to be like various collections of herbs and uh, collected like flower petals, um, seeds, and other sort of like natural um, reagents. Sophia, do you think you could make use of some of these? Possibly. Bring them in the bubble and I'll investigate them once we have fear you will need to be called back. She has maybe four or five minutes left. Let me see if I can find her. I do know that Kira went around the building. Perhaps they went around around. Find anything? No, we just started. It's it's only five or so. This is a big building, isn't it? Certainly looks like it. Did you need something, Nix? Sophia says it'll be just a few more minutes before she's done with her ritual. However, I feel like I should tell her to stop. Well, it would be... Oh, she's gone. <laughs> Sophia, Atreus Salva. What? There's a larger building out behind this one. Did it look like it have a roof there? It does. It looks like uh, it's mostly intact. And it's mostly intact. Perhaps that would be a lot safer than here. Nyx, give me, um, you're mostly sort of pushed by your cold here, but give me a sort of insight check, just sort of taking in the situation you've come into. Ah, these rolls! They're not my friends! You need to cast some greater restoration on yourself. Uh, oh, I didn't need to redo that. I don't know why that happened. Even with an 11 sort of a middling uh, result. Uh, how would you think of this? It kind of occurs to you as you're like trying to find a, a place to hunker down in this uh, sort of expansive area. If something happens, it might be better to know your whole situation than a limited slice of it. As uh, Sophia, you see on the shelf quite easily as uh, people start getting their things together and moving, I guess, towards Nick's, uh, that shelf uh, as you get left in the dark. <laughs> but thankfully you're Sophia like- Sophia squad, one and only weakness. <laughs> fitting all of it through a small doorway at once. <laughs> just won't go. 
Alright, uh, what a time, you motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, you see uh, the jars that uh, uh, Nyx and Theomo sort of pointed out to you on the shelf, along with a sort of, uh, looks like a wooden strong box with like a small bronze lock on it. She is not gathering stuff right now. Okay. Uh, let's see. Hey, we all made it through that wall. Good job, Sophia Squad minus Atreus. Just try to not freeze to death right now. Yeah, to the farther right side is a much larger building that seems mostly intact, uh, save for a few blown open walls to the uh, north and south. There are these large, uh, thick double doors that are unbarred at the front. And as you come inside, you can see the strewn about wreckage of tables and chairs uh, throughout this place. Uh, Nyx is going to just start walking around trying to investigate the best that she can. So is Viria. Eyeing the collapsed wall over there and just kind of grimacing because she's still going to be cold. <laughs> yeah, coming around this other side, Nyx, you see, uh, and Atreus, thanks to the light of Nyx's lantern, a sort of, uh, a small kitchen that seems to be mostly intact, save for uh, some snowdrifts that have sort of built up on uh, the northern and southern side of this place. Uh, and as you're all sort of moving through this place, you notice on the walls, tattered and snow-encrusted uh, and quite wind-whipped at this point, tabards of the Arkelander house. Specifically, Telemach Archelander. And see them dark green with a silver horned helm. The horns pointing downwards, framing the face. And two large great axes crossed underneath it. You feel that you would be well versed in Dragon Lord history. You can give me a history check to see what else you might know about the. Telemach or the Arklanders. Try, right? Sophia, not exactly in the mindset for history lessons, but she'll give it a shot. Yeah, Nick's just stares at oh, them, yeah. <laughs> shivering, and she pulls her underclothing a little tighter around her. This building yeah. seems worse. It had a roof. I thought it'd be better. At least it's not building snow into it from above. Hmm. It feels more open. sound. We saw the things tear up trees from outside, be it the storm or something else. We could find the roof falling upon us. We should probably 
examine all of the buildings in our immediate surrounds, then, and make our choice once we know what we're working with. doesn't make much difference to me. Just pick a spot already. I am starting to freeze to death. As Can I insight... With... Can I insight check Sophia? Sure. With my disadvantage rolling in half. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, you'd have gotten that one straight up anyway, so. Rip. You certainly know you and me have had a hard time to this last day. That we've been slow as shit making our way up this mountain. Trust me, Sophia, I'm not enthused either. We need to keep our wits about us, too. It's must. And, uh, Inferia, Nyx, and Sophia, even with your 6, 8, and 9, respectively, you do recall one, uh, solitary fact, because it was DC5, you did it, I'm proud of you. Uh, oh, I did it! <laughs> Literally everyone knows this! Telemach had two siblings. Well, everyone knows that. Hey. Even a child knows that. <laughs> All right. Can think on it. Information stashed away. Oh, we just know that he has two siblings, but we don't know their names. It's not coming to you at the moment. Maybe you could think on it uh, later when you have the bubble giving you warmth, or who knows? Maybe you'll be able to recall something later as Inferia coming into this building. Yeah, leaving what seemed to be sort of like a, a communal eatery or meeting place of some sort, that large building with the kitchen. It seems like now the northernmost building has very thick stone walls, like everything else in this place, except for a crumbling northwest corner. It seems to be like a relatively simple home as you come into it, Inferia. Um, definitely larger than others you'd seen along the strip of the mountain up to this point, though. Notice a large hearth slash uh, cooking uh, sort of uh, stone and um, cold area next to you that would probably be used for both heat and for like, prepping stews and things like that. It definitely seems well made and uh, sort of sturdy. This room. Yeah, coming into this room, you almost find yourself instinctually grabbing down towards your copus, readying to draw your copus or your chakram as you see a disturbing sight. In the far corner of this room, a corpse of an armored man tucked into it, all the way over here. Well, we found our first body. Fresh? Impossible. 
That's what I would say. What does it look like as I get closer? Yeah, coming up closer to it, you can see just from the way it's sort of positioned and just glints, especially as the light comes in uh, with uh, Nyx. This corpse is long dead and quite dry. You can see a shield strapped to their left arm that at first glance, I would say Inferior, you would definitely be able to recognize and uh, Nyx as you come in as well. Very old dragon lord iconography. The dragon lords. And his body is ancient. As you come closer, you can see at his side a mortar and pestle from Furia, along with a very old looking bag of gear. Shield and sinew in plies. He was a warrior. The pestle implies that he might have been trying to care for himself. The bag of gear implies that he either didn't live here or was in the process of fleeing or something. Did, did the last expedition, did they use Dragonlord iconography? We know. You know, ever since Xander's challenge came into being, tons of different groups have tried to scale Telemach to get to the necropolis. Both native and settlers, and settler and native, just lot. It's almost um, it's it's the closest thing to Everest. Everyone tries to get to the top of it, and along the way. There are a lot of deaths. And give me, um, Nixon and Furia, give me investigation checks. Sort of coming up closer to this thing. Uh, Sophia, you can as well if you look at it. Oh my god, that's my first decent roll at disadvantage. Getting a 19, hell yeah. Yeah, Sophia, you're just shuffling through the snow and just hoping your allies just pick a place already as... Yeah, Sophia's mostly investigating the body for the state of it, but then is also turning her attention to the walls and the ceiling and the, the room around her. Not really yeah, paying this... much attention to the what's actually going on with the corpse. This room definitely seems, uh, at first glance, to you looking around at it, uh, you don't see one of the most telltale signs of a structural issue with uh, what's going on. You don't see really any ice or snow sort of creaking and oozing its way through the uh, through the roof that you're in right now. That would belie perhaps some uh, structural weakness there, like pushing the, uh, the bricks and stuff apart. Although the walls seem not warm, but uh, still sound, especially with about half of them being interior walls. There's like the two sort of large uh, windows, but they seem to be intact and you don't feel any gusts of air coming into this space uh, besides like the open door back where you came in through from. Uh, Nyx, with a 19, you notice not only what you saw coming in, 
but you can see on the bag, especially as you bring your light closer, uh, some old rope tied to the side of it with some what look like uh, rusted bronze pitons uh, uh, strapped alongside it. And it looks like a couple water skins tied to it as well. It definitely looks like the bag of someone who was on a long journey. You see nestled in uh, his right hand, a small, like we're talking like about a shot glass size, small clay cup stained purple on the inside. You notice a large sort of bulge underneath his right glove. And the thing that really stands out to you and more to anyone that kind of takes a, just even a gander, the shield on his arm is in pieces, but at the same time intact. Large, like, like, like we're talking literally seeing through the shield, large gashes are cut into the shield and these pieces almost seem to be like hovering in place, still somehow attached to this shield. The mortar and pestle on the ground next to him is a matching dark purple stain. You see just the faintest sight of some sort of crushed material, dry and cold in it. And the last thing you notice around his right leg, framing where his knee would be, is a broken and loose improvised splint. Um, can I get a closer look at the bump under his gloves? Mm-hmm. Yeah, easy enough. The clay cup, you can sort of just like pry out of his hand and taking off the glove is just withered, dry, dead skin. And that bump, a simple silver ring with a small emerald. Might have been fleeing. By the ring, can I assume that maybe he had money on him, but he wasn't like a commoner? I mean, it looks like a warrior, so I'm already presuming. Yeah, the ring definitely seems relatively well made. It doesn't seem like the the fanciest thing in the world, but uh, it looks like good quality silver. The emerald is small, but it's not unremarkable. I'm going to cast Detect Magic, just closing my eyes for a moment and then opening again my star-covered eyes. Interested in both the ring, the purple color that he seemed to have crafted for himself, but also especially the shield. Yeah, the mortar and pestle in the small cup, both come up non-magical. The ring on his hand as well. It seems to just be a simple adornment. The shield has like almost this like thready and f 
fluttering pulse of abjuration magic. It seems almost like something... It almost seems like the magic is dying. The shield is imbued with magic. But the oddest thing, it looks like that magic is starting to run out. Have I seen or heard of anything like this before? For you, that's going to be a pretty difficult arcana check. Let's just make a billion checks today at disadvantage, yep. Ooh, Rolling 21. a 21 at disadvantage. Oh. Okay. You are given some sort of momentary, especially perhaps just being cut away from the wind and the blizzard outside in this much warmer and uh, sturdy place. You're able to sort of maybe perhaps uh, center your mind and find what it is you're looking for in your memories, your travels. 500 years you've been on Thylea. You've seen a lot. The enchantments of certain items especially those designed to be consumed, like potions and uh, small sort of uh, arcane foci that have been imbued with magic and seem to only be able to hold on to it for a short amount of time, like wands. It seems in your experience, not an impossibility that if something was designed to be enchanted for a short time or a limited amount of power stored in it, that given enough time, that energy could suffuse back out into the world, back to the weave, back to where it is believed to have been called from. It doesn't just sit forever. And you recall especially, that might be part of the reason why Vulcan and the Oracle both wanted you to restore the Mithril Forge. The artifacts of the Dragon Lords, these monumental treasures, the key or part of the key to their power, have been lying in wait, undisturbed and unwon for 500 years. Who knows what may have happened to them over time? They may need their magic reinvigorated, and the Mithril Forge would play a key part in that. Though this seems to be much simpler. item, we can either make use of it until it's depleted, or we could send it back to the forge for its magic to be revived. I'm sure Vulcan can handle that. Though, exactly what this magic is meant to do, I'm uncertain. It's a shield, it's abjuration magic, but that's as far as my vision goes. So I'm done here. I'll take some time and see exactly what they do, what they are. Any ideas for identifying the purple substance? I'll identify that as well. 
And looking down at it, especially you, Inferia, it seems like plant matter. Just sort of looking at it now that it's been sort of pointed out to you. I assume it was some sort of healing paste or potion. It's plant matter of some sort, and he has an injured knee. Perhaps something for warmth up here in the cold. But, yes, Imperia should identify. Oh, not Imperia. Yeah. Sophia should identify what it is exactly if she has time. That will be poison to end it. That's what this I was thinking. If he was, trying to, if he was trying to escape, suffered from an injury, next point at the makeshift splint. Something happened here. Something happened in Telemark. Nobody seems to know what it is. But there are events so horrid that death, causing one's own death, is much preferable than waiting for what else is to come. I do know this, however, are we sure he was a resident of Telmar, rather than one of the many trying to reach the necropolis in Xander's Challenge? If he was one of the many trying to reach here, then it would seem odd to me to go through all of that only to end it when things got difficult at the end. It's no easy journey up the mountain. I don't think you There's no weapon on him, choice. right? Yeah, taking a look, uh, Atreus, you don't see a weapon affixed uh, in the typical places on the sides or on the back uh, for like a sidearm, for like a quick draw, Zephos, or smaller uh, sort of sword. And you don't see, looking around, you don't see any signs of a spear. It just seems like uh, he has uh, quite evident to you uh, a sort of like breastplate in the typical Thylean style, though it has a, uh, a thick cloak over the top of it. You're able to see just enough of the bronze sort of peeking out to sort of summarize the rest of it. And without the uh, greaves and the like on the lower body, it just seems to be a simple breastplate and his shield. But no weapon that you can spot. I surmise that seeing as how he doesn't have any sort of weapon near him, he probably managed to get away and take cover here before succumbing to his wounds. In Furia and Nyx, uh, either one of you could give me a uh, medicine or nature check. He doesn't have a weapon with him, so he wasn't on guard for anything. I'm gonna try a medicine check. And if that shield really is as old as you say it was, he might have been here when... As, like, Atreus re-looks at the shield and he tries to, like, move a piece of it, like one of the floating pieces. Yeah, you sort of grab onto it. You can feel it. You can feel it ever so slightly, um, almost as if like it's tied by like a series of like rubber bands or like bungee cords. You pull on it and you immediately feel tension. And as that tension like kind of courses through your uh, through your arm, you can feel that resistance. You can see through the cracks and along that gap, just this very soft, dull blue glow, as it just seems to sort of snap back into place if you let go. Yeah. 
that he probably died as which god just locked this area down? Thylium? Or Mythos? Mythos, right? As he like looks around. I wasn't good at history. When she sealed this place. Mitros, goddess mm. of the dawn. He probably succumbed to his wounds as Mitros locked this area down with her decree. So, what happened here? That's something. Something large enough to rip up the trees, but again, we don't know if that was the same time as this man or not. The cold could potentially preserve the body without the decree. Something that concerns me about whatever it is that happened here. Clearly it wasn't destructive enough for Kentamane to stop it, but dangerous enough that it needed to be sealed away. Kentamane! From... I don't know if Imperian knows this. We watched him fight a Balrog. I know! <laughs> um... But we got, but we got the explanation of him like things that come from other planes is what he deals with. Did Inferior get that? Did we get that explanation in character or out of character? I believe it was from conversation with Kira. That's what it I thought. Okay. I think it was in character because I remember Nick's talking about it too. Well, Imagine, baby. And it was uninvited <laughs> outsiders. Yeah, didn't didn't Kira say that Kentamane only dealt with outsiders, uninvited outsiders? What happened on Telemach might not have been the result of, well, an outsider. He would have no, well, duty to get involved with litigation. That would explain why Mitras would feel responsible for sealing it away so it doesn't harm any more children of her lands. As Nyx, with a 19 in medicine, uh, just sort of conversating and then sort of taking a look at the, uh, the dead man, you can easily sort of see uh, just underneath the splint and just below the knee a very bad fracture it definitely seems like his leg suffered some sort of grievous injury it might have even been perhaps an outbound fracture this was not a fun wound at all it looks like and inferior sort of taking a look at the the cup and the mortar and pestle and seeing these strange sort of this ground up uh plant life thinking of handing it uh to sophia to sort of try to find some magic within it 
There's a telltale sweet scent that sort of wafts off just ever so lightly. Very dry and old, but your sharp senses sort of pick it up just enough. And it all makes sense. The Sucre of Lutheria. The result of grinding the toxic flowers or seeds of the Strix vine and mixing it with wine. A sweet, quick, painless end. You were correct about him ending his own life. His Strix flowers mixed with wine would have been painless and quick. brought with the understanding that it might be used. Yes. Last resort, certainly. How many other buildings are there to search? Two, perhaps? But I... that our Ivis saw in this darkness, it's hard to tell if we were accurate or not. I wonder if there are any more bodies left behind. Maybe we can get an answer. It would seem odd to me that this one was alone, if there were more. He was trying to hide away. Yes. It must have worked if his body was left here. Whatever he was hiding from did not retrieve it. True. Unless whatever it was was uninterested in retrieving bodies or eating them. Just in, well, making them. At any rate, for now, besides him, this seems like the most secure room that we've seen so far. You hear the sound of uh, Atreus' voice wafting out into the blizzard. I as... hear the murmuring of the man. <laughs> as Inferia and Nick seem to be uh, traveling across the other side of this large and expansive area uh, with Kira seemingly as just As the elders him. once said, fuck him. <laughs> the bubble goes up! Die. Wait, I thought the bubble already went up. No, I yeah, stopped her. Good. No, but yeah. then you started casting it in the other room. Yeah. Sophia just cast it every time we stop in a new building. I'll say, like, uh, as the uh, the bubble went up is when Nyx and Inferior decided to leave, so be able to return if they so choose. It's locked. Yeah, oh. coming over here. Scrolls through my handwritten notes. Do, 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 do. It's just question mark, question mark, question mark. Left side, left side. Yeah, so this northernmost left structure is cylindrical in shape. A lot more obvious to you as you bring able to bring the light over to it. And it seems kind of tall. Not really, really tall, but just enough to sort of uh, maybe 25, 30 feet tall. 
cylindrical in shape, and you can see really heavy, large stone, uh, large uh, rectangular stones comprising the walls. They seem a lot uh, larger than the ones you've seen uh, thus far. Though noticeably, all along the base and along the sides, they this thing sort of peeking up uh, just a bit above the mountainous ridge cover has been just battered by this blizzard the entire time, and it just seems to be frosted over. You can see what looks like sort of icicles and the likes just sort of protruding uh, along the sides as the, the per, uh, precipitation just sweeps along it. This thing almost kind of like a pole in this uh, winter storm. And yeah, you don't see looking up. It's kind of hard to see, but thankfully it's not that tall. Uh, you don't see like any like gaps or anything for like someone to sort of overhang from. It just seems like a solid. Ivis kind of goes up and it's solidly capped. No gaps. It has like a tiled or clay tiled roof, some sort of um, uh, conical shape. And there's uh, no windows or towers to it. It just has these two large uh, doors at the front, heavy wooden. And there is a thick stone bar across the front of them with what looks like multiple across the front, uh, across the front of this, uh, these doors. And there are multiple hand grip points on them. Maybe some sort of storage silo. Storage or a prison of some sort? Something is not meant to leave from here. It's the iron bar. The stone bars are on the outside. Iris is gonna do a full circle. Oh, I can't move. A full circle of the kind of top of this tower. Oh, I can see it from over here. <laughs> yeah, the roof just got blown off that building. <laughs> Ivis has weird vision permissions, I think. And that would explain why I would see it, because I still have inferior control. Twitch camera's not seeing it, so that's my process of elimination. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot that I did a thing with this. It's gone back to having a roof. Can conform. Roof restored. <laughs> Ivis does a full circle of the building without the roof getting blown off. <laughs> Perhaps. It's completely airtight already. 
Uh, it certainly seems that way, though there might be maybe holes in the, the tiling roof, but it's a bit hard to tell with the uh, snow and ice sort of wrapped in uh, covering the, the top section of this thing. Nowhere where he can peek through to see what's inside. Uh, not without, like, really actively trying to do so. Not something that's obvious, no. Hmm? He's going to actively try. Where is he? Where does he need to actively try? He would decide to start digging through the snow and trying to find a hole. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. As Ivis sort of perches up onto the roof and starts swapping or uh, swiping snow and ice off. And you can hear these sort of crunching uh, falls uh just past the tower as like bits and chunks of ice uh, get disheveled away as uh, Atreus and uh, one member of the Sophia squad make their way over. <laughs> <laughs> the gentleman. Uh, I thought I said something. Uh, yeah. Atreus, before he left, I call it the premonition of paranoia. Yeah, I'm going to go with them. Sophia. And Atreus sprints off in their direction. Alba says, it's fucking cold out there. I don't want to go out there. It's warm in here now. You guys have fun. <laughs> you guys are dying. Dragon Idiots. goes, I'm her. I want a nap. And Dragon Boy has a nap. And then Theobos goes with me. There's <laughs> 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 rushed footsteps behind you guys. As it's just a trace. Uh, you said there were handholds? Yeah, there... like there, are, there are these large sort of protruding he... uh, metal, like, uh, pylons, I guess, uh, coming out of the stone bar. It definitely um, seems like to you, Nyx and Inferia, uh, that this was, like you said, sort of barred in such a way to keep people out and require multiple people uh, to open. But Atreus, as you come up uh, like sprinting with your athletic speed uh, to catch up and move towards the light. You're just able uh, to sort of see the emanation pushing its way through the snow uh, even with your limited sight. Did you come up to this thing? You hear heavy dragging against stone from inside of the building. And this dull, deep groan seems to just ever so, just barely sort of push its way out of the stone and into your ears as you come up to it. You're, you're immediately just sort of thrown into, uh, not a full-blown fight or flight, but you're just tensed up. Something monstrous is in there. You guys hear that? Do we hear that? Both of you can give me perception checks. Perception. I almost reads perception. the door. Watch me. No like, dead enter inside. Twenty eight. <laughs> oh my god! I jinxed myself. Good job, Imperia. Yeah. Don't dead open inside. Nix. Sort of listening. That same sort of dull groan, the scrape of something heavy against stone. You're sure of it? You, 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 you hear it too? You're sure of it? Nix nods quietly, looks over at Atreus. 
your what? It might be the stone. There's something inside the stone. There's something inside. I'm gonna step back. <laughs> okay. I'll go with you. That's creepy. Trace like relooks at the door. It's like locked, right? Yeah, looking up at it is these big, heavy wooden doors, at least 10 feet tall. And there is a large, like, stone bar that's slotted through these uh, hoops to, to keep it sealed. But it has, like, these uh, these hand points on it so it can be slid open or dragged out. Nothing in or out, huh? No. Perhaps it's meant to keep that thing in. I don't suppose any of us are in any condition to risk seeing what it is at the moment. We'll see if Alban, I Alban Sophia is still in the dining hall. Mm. They're in the uh, dead adventurer yeah. room. Did you draw a little body <laughs> over there? Dragon Lloyd. Baby! Ethica. Oh, little body. Yeah, Sophia's just hanging out with him. Oh, <laughs> Touching him. Oh my fucking god. Feeling him. <laughs> yeah, Trace just takes a deep breath. Good. At least the world worries. Yes, perhaps it will stay there and not have to bother us during the night. And if our curiosity gets the best of us, we'll investigate in the morning, yes. Refresh. As we're sort of coming to this agreement, Ivis, clearing away the snow and ice on top, you hear this sort of shift of snow and ice and this crack of clay as Ivis finds oh. himself falling through the roof and then this slide of snow and ice creasing down the roof into the hole on top of him and off the side of the tower as well as you hear him just sort of you hear like these uh, mechanical whirs and, and grinds as it sounds like Ivis falls in and a bunch of snow hits him as well we should go we should run we should go okay. mm -hmm. is Ivis going to be okay Right now. I don't know. Nix, Nix isn't going to fucking risk it. She heard that thing. There was a lot of noise. That roof caved in. She, she's got the wisdom to know. Get the fuck out. I'm not going to leave Ibis. <laughs> As the light runs uh, in the hands of Nix, Atreus and Theamos keeping quick pace. Inferia, you're looking up to the roof. Uh, guided only with your your dark vision and hoping to hear and see the sort of uh the flutter of wings or something as what do you do what does ibis do i'm asking you first baby uh, um well since ibis was around this side of the tower inferior's first her first thing is going to try to be to get some sort of 
look at what happened or closer to where it happened. So her first move is going to be running around that side of the tower. Okay, you can move yourself over there. Over to here. But how tall is this tree? Uh, somewhere between 10 and 15 feet. Not great, but she'll climb it to see if she can get a better look. If she has time for that. Yeah, you're able to get over, just sprinting over to the tree, and you're able to get uh, a hand or and a foot onto it. You can feel that immense cold, seemingly to just sink into the bark of this tree. And once again, you're almost subconsciously hoping to feel that thrum of life and thought, and it is far gone. It's almost like you're climbing a rock in the shape of a tree as you hear this burst of electricity and this flash of light as from the roof you can see where this snow and ice has uh, sort of slid down and kind of stopped in place over this small hole that Ivis has fell through. A burst of lightning and quickly following after in uh, almost a teleporting jaunt. Ivis coming out into the snow away from uh, this strange stone tower and immediately just flying down at great speed towards you. You're right. Chirps and whirs. (laughs) Ivis tells you that he's all right. He's intact. It was really dark in there. You didn't see anything. It was just dark and then snow. Dark snow. Felt empty? Just big? Not sure. Big and empty. Reluctant, but would you be willing to take a peek over the edge? But don't fall in this time. I have a sort of shakes a bit of snow off of himself and then <laughs> flies up as uh, he gets back up to the hole. The lightning seeming to clear the snow and ice and sort of perches himself down, looks in as Atreus nicks Theamos. What are you doing? that Inferia and Kira have been left behind. Fuck. She, she just like looks back and forth from, from where she came and where she was headed. I'll go back for her. You reach the bubble. No, she's in danger. I should be there, too. My Stab and Sophia are safe. Mm. All right, as Atreus, Nyx, and Theamos are on the way back, Ivis looking in, focusing, trying to see with whatever light uh, that he can, and you notice 
Inferia, you can see along his wings the dance of that yellow, strange, uh, enchanted energy coursing up his wings, as it almost seems like he's like readying himself at a moment's notice to try to teleport away or lash out with lightning if need be. This small little yellow glow as give me a perception check uh, with advantage because it's his little thing from Ivis. The ship, right? Yes. Ah. Ooh, 21. Yes, I was. Looking inside, he sees scattered stones from what looks like maybe the walls on the inside, like they're maybe like double layered and like some of the stones have fallen into the interior. Not a lot, but a few. And there's this like wooden lattice structure on the inside. It seems like storage racks or some sort of partitioning function, but it's rotted. You can see it sagging and collapsed and there are rotted and old grains tossed into the stone and the snow. There are just food storage and it looks like collapsed weapon racks and armor racks. He looks and looks, but there's nothing that seems large and ominous, some monster within. You can see the lightning pull back into the middle of himself as he just sort of pulls away from it and uh, swoops down to you and reports this to you. It seems like some sort of food and weapon storage, but no monster. You're muted. Yeah. I was going to say, as uh, Nyx ran back and doesn't see Inferior, but sees Kira is still there. Nyx is just going to turn to the goddess Kira. Where'd she go? She just sort of points over to the tree. You can see her just at the, the, the bottom of the trunk, just hanging on to it ever so slightly as uh, Ivis swoops back down to her. I'm going to lower my lantern so it's not emanating as much light. There's nothing in there. My second guess was correct. It's a storage facility. But we heard something. Are you certain? If it is, it's invisible. I just saw nothing. And um, that's incredibly comforting. And the rotted wood has not been disturbed other than how it's fallen naturally. There's no sign of anything rampaging or getting angry about lock being locked up. <sighs> we can still wait to look until the morning. Yes. It must be the day's travels getting to some of us. Perhaps. Hearing the same thing. Well, how do you know it was the same thing? You didn't tell each other what it was. You just said, did you hear that? And Nick said yes. Well, I heard a, a groaning and... A scrape like metal. On as if rock. something was... Exactly, as if something was being dragged across the stone. Oh well, we'll leave it until morning. Alright. 
let's see what this building has to offer then. Hmm. Yeah, coming into this one, it is a huge hole in its northernmost wall, and it seems like in some of the other uh, walls along the exterior, lots of snow drifts and banks have built up inside of this place. It doesn't seem to have an upper floor, but you do notice some collapsed sections, uh, about five, ten foot size holes, uh, five to ten foot, not five of them, uh, holes in the stone and wooden roof uh, that have sort of collapsed in. Um, it looks like this might have been some sort of larger family dwelling. Uh, but you see, like, sort of sticking out of some of the snowdrifts look like large, sort of, uh, large and sturdy sort of wooden racks for, like, tanning and, uh, perhaps, like, uh, some hooks and the like for butchery as well. So it looks like a, a home uh, and family-owned business sort of thing? Yeah, it's certainly sort of taking in this place. It's nothing really seems to be hiding away from you. It seems pretty obvious uh, just sort of going through it. It seems like half a house, half a butcher's tanner's shop. All right, I'm going to go look around. While they look around... Um, Imperia is going to approach Hira, Ivis. It is concerning to me that both of you heard a sound that wasn't there. I worry that perhaps they now have voluntary to the coast that had Sophia last night. Hmm. It's certainly possible the mountain does have that effect on people but you fixed it with Sophia so I suppose you can fix it with him as well right thanks to me really yes we should keep exploring Butchers. Wonder if these people hunted or if somebody simply provided for them and then they offered their services. This bearskin rug certainly implies that they hunted. Amphiria, easily with, uh, I would say, perhaps just like passive survival, you can tell it's a rug, though it seems to be partially uh, snow covered and perhaps damaged from that, seemed to have been quite nice in its uh, prime. Um, do these, the holes in the walls, Imperial wants to kind of come out here, do the holes in the walls look like, you know, normal, uh, sort of decomposition over time and weather wear, or do they look like maybe something 
you know, punched a hole in the wall. It looked more force made or time made. That is a hard question to answer. Over the course of 500 years and a supernatural blizzard swirling around this place, plus whatever else has happened over that time period, it is extraordinarily difficult to tell. Um, the only thing you can tell, honestly, is that this damage is definitely old. All of it is buried in the snow, but this blizzard has been swirling over this mountain for a while, ever since the Mitros concert ended, this storm system swung northwest and presumably has just rested over this place since. Wait, the blizzard hasn't been here forever. It hasn't. So that dude was totally not preserved by the cold. Why do you get quiet all of a sudden, DM? It's fine. Everything's fine. I didn't say he was uh, by the cold, did I? No, I'm sure you did. Player panic. Nah! Um, anyways. Yeah, okay. That was kind of a silly question, I guess. He, um... find anything interesting in here? Did I find any anything interesting? Nothing of note, really. More evidence to the uh, use of this place, like I said, as a familial dwelling and the sort of business or services uh, area. Well, perhaps we should try to check out these trees I was found before we go back to the others. Try to figure out how long they've been unearthed. Perhaps. And how they were unearthed. We're here, though. Dead. Alright, that's a rock. Oh, I can't climb the tree. So that's a wall. <gasps> Kira? It's probably a terrain wall. I'm gonna go back looking for the goddess. Did we lose her? Gods, I hope not. Death, 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 death. Seriously? I can understand wanting to explore, but I would expect her to keep up with us by now. Ivis sort of uh, swoops out towards that direction. You see all the tracks you guys have been uh, laying in uh, to the snow up in this northern section. And you see a new set of tracks uh, going away from, it looks like the bank of the river, this creek, uh, back up towards and around the same way that you guys went to get over here. This way? Yeah. Oh, I she just went back to check on Sophia and Alba. Oh, gods. I don't need any more surprises on this night. 
And there she is. So I'm just gonna go back. Wee. But he's not gonna go the long way. He's just gonna go. That's pretty. Why was such she's back with the others? Perhaps it's time to call it a night. After the trees. Very well. I was just gonna check out this because it looked cool. While everybody else is checking out the trees. And are the trees the way that they look on the map? Like they're still fully grown? Fallen have all their needles. Yeah. Do they have their needles? Well, I mean, yeah. with the edict, they would have been preserved, even if oh. they're sideways. That makes it even more difficult, in some Indeed. ways. Can I crawl up in the trees and use them as a bridge? Yeah, sure, I can move you over to it. Yeah, get in Is there. this a frozen river, or how deep is that? It, yeah, it simply seems to be uh, like a sort of like river creek kind of situation. Uh, initial assessment from there, probably five feet deep in the very middle. And it seems to be like sort of frozen. Uh, it looks like solid over the top of it. Yeah, I'm going to try to tree walk across. All of the branches and needles and the like uh, seem to be covered in snow, but as you sort of step on them and put your weight down on them, you're expecting them to snap, break open, like just explode. Uh, they're very thin and not uh, really meant to hold your weight, but they do. They don't even move. It definitely seems like they are subject to that divine edict. It says I'm colliding with a wall, so I can't get through. As inferior, you come over to like the overturned and uprooted uh, root system of these twin trees and sort of just taking a look at it, sort of moving some of the snow out of the way. Uh, you can give me a nature check. Yeah, twin trees is right. They seem to be almost one in the same tree, uh, perhaps planted together. It seems like they almost share a, uh, a root system of sorts. They're interconnected underground um, and reaching down and sort of feeling and trying to find that same sort of life. They're as good as rocks. muted unless you're just uh complaining about the lack of trees without me hearing in which case i'm sorry you just said it's distressing that i can't learn anything from them <laughs> uh well that's just like your initial observation what are you looking for specifically you have a you can carry that well 19. i meant like as far as i couldn't as far as they're not talking because uh, um. <laughs> they're dead <laughs> They're not dead. They're frozen in time. They're empty. 
Um, she is looking for any signs of whether the ground was torn before or after it was frozen. The ground would have torn differently frozen than not frozen. So any signs of that, or if the, um, if it looks like it was, you know, that the trees got blown over or, or like ripped over because that, um, that might, that might affect how like the roots might be broken off or whatnot. Yeah. Or like kind of that, that kind of stuff, just the quality of the soil they're in and whether their roots are broken or whether they look like they might have been broken and then repaired by the edict. The the repair is flawless. You have noticed that in your travel. So it's hard to determine if something uh, was broken and then put back together by the magic. But... However, if the trees were upright and then knocked over and then the roots repaired, they would have perfect bends in them. In your experience watching the very strong uh, rock troll force his way through the trees and sort of upending some of them, when that edict comes into place, it defies physics. It shoves the tree back into the earth and roots it properly. When the uh, Temple of Mitro stones were exploded out, they kind of froze in midair and slotted back to where they were. Right, so then this had to have happened before the edict. You, you're able to reason that just from your experience. And then looking at, uh, I'll give you some more information based on that 19 nature check. The soil, the soil is absent of life. It is just particles. It's just dirt. It is dirt that sort of feeling it and just trying to do whatever you can in your in your experience both as a dryad and surviving in the wilderness this earth is useless nothing could grow in this dirt these trees had to have been knocked down before the edict otherwise they would have been replaced but this this earth is totally fallow thank you that was the word I could not remember you're welcome. It's what? The, nothing could grow in it. It's 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 useless. It's dust. Just a lot of it. But the, but the trees had to have been pushed down or fallen down before the edict. Otherwise, they would be they would be upright. When the when the troll king was pushing over trees, they were just forced back to their original position by the edict. kind of clambers and hops down. Uh, I can't. Concerning mystery, of what is it that drove the people out of this place? Yes. Something large or something powerful enough to knock down not one, but two trees? Twin trees. If you knock down one, the other one comes down with it. Well, wouldn't that prove it even further? I would imagine it would be harder to knock down twin trees are connected at the roots. True. I would agree. But all the other trees in the area are intact, and the buildings are too old to tell if they were, well, injured by something, or just time. 
But it's nothing we're going to figure out wandering around in the dark and the cold. We should probably go to bed. <sighs> yeah, so at least prepare for it. Inferior. Yeah. Give me a d20 roll. Okay. Uh, private or... Just uh, you can do it out in the open and then call high or low before you roll it. Uh-oh. Uh, I don't like this. <laughs> That's um, a tails. I know. Um, hi. Oh. No! What did Ivis see in this spring tree thing? Uh, yeah, just this very, very large and tall, uh, twisting and turning uh, tree. It like it comes out of the ground. It almost looks like um, like a group of branches, sort of twisted around each other, like uh, like fingers in a way. Um, and it just seems sort of gnarled and uh, leafless. Uh, there is a large stone protruding from this uh, middle area of this frozen uh, creek uh, riverbed, uh, and it seems rather unremarkable besides the ice. The ice, interestingly enough, doesn't have like a lot of snow on it. It seems like uh, it's just ice. There's like drifts, but you would think with how much blizzard there's been, there should be like piles of snow, uh, but nothing immediately rings true as to like why that is. Imperia just kind of clocks it. Just ice. Interesting. But she's getting cold. And has lost a lot of her desire to explore more tonight. Xander <laughs> was a dragon lord, but... What you are you mean, thinking? You don't mean to imply a dragon did this. No, 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 no. I mean... It... I'm not well versed in this kind of history. It wasn't really my concern since I lived in the heartlands, like Bartholomaios, but... What did he do? To cause this? If he even caused it. Maybe there's someone else. I wouldn't know. Maybe that's part of the mystery, huh? Would Nick snow? Uh, I think my timeline's correct. Old, it's just an old woman centuries old has problems thinking about all the centuries of history she's experienced. 
I no, I don't think I don't think Nix would know what the necropolis was built based on the timeline. She wouldn't have left her islands. So that You said you never. wouldn't have known when it was built? Would she? Uh the necropolis itself uh came into being uh, around the same time as the Oath of Peace. The exact date is, relatively speaking, unknown because it was kind of handled by uh, basically just Damon and uh, the remnant dragon lords. At that point in time, you would know at that point in time because it was after the last ride, so to speak, uh, a lot of the core dragon lords were dead or missing. Damon being, to your knowledge, the only living original dragon lord by the time the Oath of Peace uh, came into being in the Necropolis around the same time. And this this whole town city strip, this, this strange mountainous uh, colony was known as the city of Telemach. So did the city fall before or after the necropolis uh, was constructed? There was a sort of exodus from these, from the Mithra mountains around the time of the Oath of Peace. Sort of, unless she picked something up in her travels, but uh, Nyx was on her islands, at least based on the, the timeline I've got here. She wasn't on the mainland. As I pass the talking stick to the lot of you. As Imperia comes back into the bubble, She's gonna make her way over to Sophia. I'm just kind of. Oh, one one more thing before you guys maybe start. Uh, yeah, get yeah, fucking stick, stick back. I I know I forgot because like you were you were tagging along uh, with with Fiamo, so it, it slipped my mind because you had plenty of time uh, to identify the shields. I wanted to give you that uh, before uh, you guys were able to converse and talk and theorize or whatever it is you want to do before it's a uh, shield of uprooted trees with a long sorted history let me tell you all about it exactly exactly i want to make sure that you're ready to info dump on them the shield had all the answers the whole time i don't know like it was etched into the uh, ring guys come on at the dawn of time there was a tree and it was uprooted tree of life you know canon it's actually kind of crazy how true that sentence is uh Wait. The shield is the one that did it. Right, used to be that. a, used to be a shovel. Oh, they God. broke off the handle. Now it's just the shield. You, you have not only jumped the shark, you've jumped the whale, the kraken, you've jumped all of it. <laughs> Alright, Ancient Hoplon is what you identify. It has no real name to it. It is just the Ancient Hoplon. A simple plus two, sh uh, like, you know, normal shield gives you plus two AC. Uh, and this really old ancient bronze shield uh, has these jagged cracks into it radiating inward from its edge and as you call on your identifying magic you can see there are 
chunks, these bursts of strong abjuration magic still resting within it. As if you are wearing and wielding this shield, you can use your reaction to expend a charge and cast shield without expending a spell slot. With each use, the cracks in these uh, in this shield worsen, deepening and forking across the face of the shield. And when the last charge is used, the shield explodes into pieces. Non-harmfully, it just collapses and breaks apart finally. Uh, but it has five charges. As, yeah. Uh, share with all, I think. And if you hit an image, you can see what it looks like. It's big old cracks. Cool. My dad knew the chat. I don't see a button for the image. It's oh. up at the top. Uh, I see pop out and close. Oh, I've got the image. It looks cool. There you go. Oh. Does that work? Yeah. Yeah, the uh, infusion of uh, sort of dragon lord or Avalonian uh, iconography with the traditional Thylean stylings. It tells you that this shield and its construction immediately, especially for you, Sophia, would date this shield as uh, post either during or post-war. This is not uh, directly from the Dracon Lords, but descended from, from them, essentially. Shield enchanted with magic that you can call upon and need, much like the spell I use myself, a simple incantation that protects you for a short time. Although, five uses shield will fall to pieces. I don't see any other way of restoring his magic either. Not inherently, at least. He must have used a couple of those charges, but there's no way to know exactly how many. Might prove useful one of our shield-wielding comrades. It doesn't require attunement. All right, now pick I up the pass. shield and just shove it into a tray. <laughs> like a like a oversized NES cartridge. I will pick up. But I already <laughs> have so many things that compete with my reaction. I have like five of them now. You have yeah, Atreus, options. Atreus. Uh, Went to the went into his brain, his mind palace, and uh, you know shifted some things around uh, yeah, I in between I sessions, Jordan. so that he could uh, have fun uh, because he uh, wasn't enjoying the hoplite. But we'll see what he can do at some other time. As I will pass the massive and very heavy uh, adamantine talking stick uh, back to you all. I am here. If you have questions, let me know. If you want to, just you know when you're when you're done chit chatting or whatever. I'm using the restroom really quick. Sophia. Yes. Sophia's gonna kind of like sit next to Sophia and then like 
try to be really casual about very quietly saying I'm worried about Nick's and Trey's. What happened? They heard a sound Kira and I didn't hear, that Ivis didn't hear, and were, well, they ran away. That doesn't seem like them. Understood. I don't know how much of that says this louder. I don't know how much of that cure you have, but it might... Well, if you have enough, it might be a wise precaution to treat all of us each night. Very well. Sophia, do you have the resources for such a thing? Right now, because of our journey up the mountain, Mostly, but not all. I know for myself, when we were journeying here, I could feel the presence of that curse, but it was muted. Believe my speculation from before may be correct, that once one is cured from its affliction, you gain a type of immunization to it, so... I do not feel its effects, and I believe myself safe from it. I can kill four of us tonight. How many days of travel do we have left for the necropolis, do we know? You're muted. Give me a normal survival check because you would have advantage and you uh, know your destination is. And if necessary, you can also consult Sophia's mapping of your journey, which I presume you've still been doing, or maybe you haven't. Got a 15. Uh, 15? It is your belief that if the storm keeps up the way it's impeding your progress, combined with crossing through the last bits of mountain, you're within... Four days. You do four tonight. How many can you do tomorrow night? And so on. In all of my resources, five a day. Five a day for how many days? Each day. That poultice was a one time thing, something I discovered along our path. Not part of my preparations, but I did prepare before coming here. And the resources you magic. use... The resources you use to make it, you don't need those for any other craftings. It's not crafting, it's a spell. Simple rest will allow me to strip away the curse again. Not powerful enough to cut away something created by, say, an oath, but... Believe my magic to be stronger than that poultice we used, and it was sufficient to get rid of the lingering effects of this place. 
at least until the immunization wears off, which I cannot tell how long that will be. Also, uh, I know I, I don't think I, maybe I never actually got the actual stat block to you, or if I did, I must have forgotten. Uh, but that that jar has five doses in it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, all Kinda. I have written is just the name of it. Yeah, the Kent Newton's ointment. Yeah, my bad. So there's four more do doses of it. Yep. Indeed. Well. It's another simple test. Oh. I have another tincture. Once drunk, it will be quite evident that curse lingers upon you. It will not harm you in any way. Although, well, it should be fine. Should what was it like it for you? Each of us you drink understand. a small amount, and we will know who is affected. Well, then we should do that every night. Agreed. I will go first, as Sophia will reach down into uh, her alchemical bag, pull out a vial of just what looks like just clear liquid, and just drink a small bit of it. And after a few seconds, nothing seems to happen. Well, then I'll go next. I hand it over to Imperia. Imperia tries to drink the same amount as she saw Sophia drink, and then kind of like sits there awkwardly for a second, and then hands it back to Sophia. Does it just taste like water? As I hand it over to Atreus. What did it feel like? As uh, he takes a sip of the water, your descent into madness. As Atreus, hearing the uh, words of Sophia, as she's you know describing what this tincture does, and you take it from her, and you bring it up to your face. You feel your jaw clench. Like everything that could go wrong was going wrong. Like every breath of air was trying to choke me. Like every step I took risked snapping an ankle. As I look up and down at Atreus. Who has not taken a sip. He's just holding the cup. Honestly, that just kind of sounds like my life, as Nyx takes the cup from Atreus. I haven't taken a drink yet. Hang on. As he just stares at the cup again, his hand's not moving. Um, Sophia? Nyx slowly looks at the cup and then slowly looks up at Atreus. How tall is Atreus again? Uh. Taller than everyone, shorter than figure, maybe like six, six two. I'm upset that like hey, uh, I didn't 
write down Nix's height outside of Roll20. Yeah, he, he's, I just uh, don't have that data anymore. You know, friendly giant. Big dude. But yeah, Nix is also tall. That's why I'm like, I don't know. That's not to your liking, I understand your hesitation. Maybe something to change the flavor of the very least as Sophia starts to cast a spell. As it starts to finish, Sophia reaches out and tries to grab you, Atreus. See this magic incantation, you're just sort of transfixed on this cup in your hand. And as this magic reaches out from Sophia, she can't touch you. 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 Uh, as Atreus, oh god, actually, Atreus is kind of dex. Yeah, just tries to dodge out of the way. Oh, what the. Oh, wait. Home to him. Oh, dear. Yes. They almost got onto him. They almost gonna try to grab, grab onto, onto me. Imperia will also kind of step forward and try to grab onto him from the other side. I'm going to try Atreus to take the... Is I'm going sh- to... I was going to try to take the cup from him. Okay. It is a strange sensation. Almost it seems like, unlike Sophia, you have maintained your mind and this, whatever is happening, almost seems reflexive as you are just forced to try to break away from both Theamos and Imperia, even though your conscious mind, everything in front of you, your, your active thoughts and words conflict with what your body is doing. Oh. Sophia's just trying to... I'm not. As you can see, this strange energy as Sophia reaches out her hand towards you, it looks like her hand is encased in this strange gray magic, almost like a large glove that she's trying to just land on your body. Any more creepier? As yeah, Trace is trying to strain out. As he's like kind of calmly talking, this nut. I can't. Trying to break out of everyone's grasp. Ooh. Oh. Oh no. Do you have, dis- you have disadvantage, Trace? Are you tired? Nope. Oh damn. Okay. All right, it's are on you, you Inferia. Are you gonna oh, guidance no. guidance oh, Theamos no. for a skill check? I can guidance Themos for a skill check. Oh! Yeah. Inferior's oh. thingy. I have, I can do. I, I, I can add. Not, not okay, actual I'm guidance, because you gotta, <laughs> oh, you gotta, oh, you gotta no, do we're, guidance we're... beforehand. Oh, yeah. Like yeah, yeah. advice! There we go. Yeah. But yeah, then, can I do it on something like this? Yeah, it's a skill because check. It's... And you're, you're proficient in yeah. it, right? Yeah. Well, it's yeah, so just it... that you have to do it like before we know the result. Do we technically, is it technically before we know the result? I'll allow it. As you're grabbing, you barely get to use the damn thing. As you're grabbing onto uh, Atreus and trying to grab a hold of him and hold him still, as he, you can feel reflexively all of this uh, bristling muscle and power trying to keep you off of him. And you call out some crucial advice to Theamos to sort of shift his weight lower and try to grab him at the waist as you're able to have him roll it again and add your wisdom modifier. Is it on top of it? Flat bonus equal to your wisdom. Reroll the check with a flat bonus. 
Yeah, so um, so 15 and 11 Strange, go away, you would, re you would re roll it with disadvantage and then add the uh, bonus, taking from the new set of rolls. There we go. So hey, 23. Like a 26 or something, whatever <laughs> the wisdom added would be. Hey, thanks, Paradise RPG, for the raid. So uh, you shift your they body weight down. Goes the fucking legs. <laughs> <laughs> and are able to sort of yeah, just no. pin him by the legs and you can feel like he has a really a trace of a really solid uh center of gravity this is a a man that has literally taken a exploded boulder and managed to deflect it off of his shield uh barely skidding across the ground but you're able to hold him still uh and grapple onto him as he's trying to fight off you and inferior and it's seeming like surrounded at all sides you can see alba just sort of sitting cross-legged on a small little stool just looking at you all. Same with Kira. And Sophia, you see perhaps an opportunity to try to latch this magic on. I just slam my hand into his chest and then start pulling away. And it feels like I'm just pulling out something out of your body. As you can see, the gray magic seems to attach onto his chest where the handprint pulls. And as I pull my hand away, there's just that connection of this gray magic pulling away from his chest. As you can feel that ripping out of you, Atreus, this reflexive force trying to keep this infliction upon you. It has to weaken you. You have to fail. As I need another charisma saving throw from you. Who? Atreus? Atreus. All right. Clap, clap, hit the dab. I'm going to give you three laurels. Okay. Uh, hey. Two laurels. Hey. Since I'm actually doing a Great thing, you can too. feel my own magic trying to right. bolster what you fighting against this thing. Alright, super dab. Roll <laughs> a three. Nice. So that's, uh, uh, and then uh, three laurels from you, so that's a total of five added for a total of nine as Atreus. Plus shield. three. Plus Little Samos. Plus three, uh, that's only 14, 13. Yeah, nine, uh, twelve. No, not enough. 12. <laughs> Atreus, shield, face, shield to face, shield to face. Uh oh. Uh, We're gonna have a full-on brawl in here. Oh wait. Oh wait. I'm beating up Sophia. Oh, you can sorry, feel this Sophia. thing compelling you to just smash her in the face with your shield. You have to get her away from you. Uh. Okay. I shove her. Oh yes, good low rolls today. There's my acrobatic. Eh. Hey. Hey. As, as, as there's really as it's kind of obvious now. There's really no uh technique behind it. It's just reactive. Atreus is just trying to push you, but it's all reaction. There's no technique behind it. Yeah, you feel the shield sort of interposing between the two of you, uh, Sophia, but you've already managed to touch onto his chest and get that magic in. You can see the actual curse being caught in your hand and pulled away from him as you're able to hold on to it just long enough before you're just sort of pushed back a little bit too far to keep touching him, and the curse comes with him, comes with you. I rip that, it out of This the... is not pleasant. Man. Sorry, Atreus. But, no, it's but... fine. That was... Oh, man. That's why I asked. 
Sophia. This thing is still in your hand, Sophia. As you're holding on to it, this magic hasn't dissipated from you, and you can see it just warbling in place, and you are immediately taken back to something you've seen before. Though in this case, way more active than you've ever seen it. A starry puddle, a glob of this strange liquid glittering with stars, though this time it almost looks like if you've ever seen um, like that ferromagnetic fluid and like they use the magnets to make it into like a spiky ball. That is what it looks like in your hand, except it is like lashing out almost actively. Nyx practically flies the fuck back. Grab it back in my hand. As I walk past what was inside of me. Atreus. The only one I can ask for this. As I hold it up to the gods. <sighs> she is the worst, isn't she? As Kira sort of puts the quill and scroll to her side and it floats there, hovering for a moment, and mm, you feel that warmth, that call on divinity as Kira moves her hands over this held bound curse that you're holding, and the light shines, and you can feel the tension just start to be relieved from your hand as this strange liquid just fizzles and floats into pieces and, like, just dissolves. That was unpleasant. Hmm. So, here you say this beverage is supposed to detect curses. This is going to discriminate against what Lutherius already placed upon me. I mean, this particular case. If you drink it, it should. Try us. I mean, I could get first. Okay. As. He comes over and takes the cup. Okay, sorry. Yeah, Atreus tries to drink from the cup. Yeah, Nyx Nyx bumps into Atreus as she tries to, like, beat him halfway. She's she's clearly been fucking shook. Uh, Atreus takes from the cup and uh, tries to drink from it. I also can't get my token out from under Atreus. (laughs) Not not a cup, it's like a little uh, glass flask. Oh, okay. Chemical supply stuff. Okay, yeah. Just tastes like water. Yeah, easily able to drink it, Atreus. God. So I see you take Hello. the hand it back. Okay. Then, next, you're next. One As... swallow, all it takes. Nyx hold takes it back, Eddie. Nyx takes the, uh, the flask and just looks at it for a moment and... One drink is all it takes and then takes a sip. <laughs> she just starts looking, looking around fucking immediately. As Nyx, you were able to drink it. Is it supposed to do that? Atreus gets experience. ready to give her a bear hug. You see her able to lift it up to her to her uh, mouth and drink it. Don't. Give it back. Do not speak of it. It just hands it back to Sophia, hand visibly shaking. Amos, go next. 
hand to Theamos, and he tries to drink it. As he drinks it down. And last, as I give it to Alba, see if she's able to drink. Not foolproof, but those that are, us are clear of this influence should be fine. If not, in an hour, there will be signs. And she'll go back and put the, the vial back in the bag. What kinds of signs? Is she okay? Obvious signs. Well, thank you so much for clarifying. It's sorry, it's not you. Thank you, Sophia. Nyx is just going to slide down against the wall behind her and just put her head in her hands and. Everyone, I'm not very interested in sleeping with a dead body. Can we maybe? Drag the parcel out of the bubble? If this place will let us, we may find him resting there in the morning. Oh, that's creepy. Yes, the edict does seem rather determined to keep things exactly as they were. Oh! Would that mean that time doesn't wear on these buildings? That's my hypothesis. The other conclusion would be that someone came here and built a building around a dead man. No, but I mean, the rotted wood and the crumbled stone exactly. happened before the edict. That's the in time. But how long were these buildings abandoned before the edict went into effect? Look at them quite some. That doesn't make any sense. I didn't hear Sophia. By the look of it, quite some. That doesn't make any sense. Well, anyways, we should. I would like to try at least to not sleep in the company of a of a corpse. Well, yeah. I'll leave that to you then. So, take the body, relatively respectfully. Take it outside. Have to be outside, just outside of the bubble. Like it could be over here. Put it over in the corner, then. Needs <laughs> it to the other corner. In a different corner, please. You said out of the bubble. Let's just push yes. it in the corner, right outside the bubble. That's like kind of where it was. Exactly. Technically correct. <laughs> I'm, I'm taking it piece by piece. <laughs> oh no. His arm first and his other arm. Oh no. You're able to sort of scoop up his uh, remains contained inside of the uh, the clothing he was wearing and more or less transport him uh, intact over to the other side of the 
room and placing him down there. He sits there. Next, you have that ring. Nix. What? Do you have the ring? Ring of fuck. Goes through her bag. Which ring are you talking about? The one from the dead man. The small emerald ring that was on his hand? the one you said that the magic was failing on it. No, that was the shield. Mm. The ring was just a fancy ring. Oh. Could have sworn there's two magic things. Could have. Never mind. And Sophia packing away her things, but uh, getting her potions. Start to mix for the next day. Launch for Nyx. Yes. She whispers to Ophiria. I'll take first watch again. Who wants to join me? I think I'm going to sleep for this night, if we have enough people for watches. I'll take first as well, then. Alva, that means that you're going to have to take a walk. Fourth, I think. Well, I usually take fourth, so... Ah, uh, third then. Or second. Or perhaps you could take first with Sophia, if you must, and then I can take second. I gave she you a agrees with this. Oh, she's, she's, she's super inviting to the idea of having a long, drawn-out conversation with Sophia about just, just all kinds of things. Oh, God. Yep, 100%. <laughs> Taylor will also be there. They're all, they're all gonna have a big old long conversation with each other. Alright, Elba Sophia will take first. They must take like third. I'll take second turn Atreus on fourth. That way Nyx can sleep the night. Ivis will... Well, do rounds as he usually does. Out in the, uh... Darkness? He has dark vision. <laughs> Alright. Wait. But yes. Thamus slams the door in his face. Get the fuck out of here. Wow. I was going for a fight. Um I was will do rounds like he usually does. Jerry's on second watch. Thamos an experiment if you want before you go to sleep. Wall over there. Kick down a few stones, would you? Something noticeable. Well, golly gee, Williker, Sophie, I sure would love to. I'll get right on that. What? Yes, ma'am. Oh, I can't get through this door. There we go. He's, he's all oh, shuck. What? So, why do why do we let you do this? <laughs> Thebos goes over to the already sort of broken down wall and just starts kicking down some stones. A good, like, two or three feet have been, like, kicked down, sent to a pile of rubble. Thebos on back. 
Themis as you are walking back. A sound of stone and this strange, like, magical grind as all of those stones slot back into place. Well, God, GG Willikers, they're so f- Them stones just flew right back up and then there's pop like nothing ever happened. Real good, too. And Sophia, you're so smart and talented. Why, <laughs> person of the party, I love you. Just oh, as God. I suspected, Sophia says. How does the Sophia about Sophia ship happen when it's Brendan mashing the dolls after, together? After Brendan keeps smashing the action figures together. But mwah, when mwah, Nick mwah, was mwah, actually mwah. trying, it was just no go. Oh yeah, he was actually trying. And then... He was. <laughs> it's your fault that he left. But in a in a more canon way, that does happen though. So be it has to they must go outside kick over some stones. Alright. Good to know. Does seem like even the inorganic as well is protected. Just like as it was in the temple. Which that means in fair, I think your idea is correct. This place was already fallen and in ruin when it was sealed away, as it were. voice does not reach me. That, but you do notice the, uh, the corpse just vibing. That's disconcerting to me, especially because the corpse is not apparently subject to the edict, but yet is still preserved, even though this blizzard was not always here. Could mean that the body is more recent. Not new, but still recent enough. Perhaps. See, yes. with some descendants. Perhaps. Though, you did find him tucked in a stone box with all the doors closed and the windows sealed. This is true. Like, is he skeleton fired? He's like not quite Wither. mummified he's like yeah he's just he's dry he's gone it looks like he's gone through full decomp to the point of just being like husk, uh, husk exactly but he's not hmm. fully skeleton so well, be it 10 years or 20 but certainly more recent than whatever sealed this place away they're not yeah. so old to have turned to dust. Some other poor adventurer. Well, I'm just glad that he's not going to be joining us again. I, for one, be rather unsettled. Though I'm not sure if we're going to be able to give him a proper burial or not. The Earth might reject him because of the edict. What? Who was the other piece again? 400 years? Five, a thousand? I... 500, 500 years exactly. 500, okay. Anyways, I'm going to get some sleep. We can worry about it in the morning. Great. Wake me when it's time for my watch. And there you go. To bed. 
Sophia scoops all the magic out of Alba's head and starts writing it down into her book. That's not how that works. The nice Chianti, some fava beans. She does her usual thing. Right in my... Right in my map of... Ooh! Nice! Sophia and I like it. First watch. You can hear the rumble of the storm up above, lightning coursing through the dark clouds. As the blizzard continues to swirl overhead, this persistent thunder snow as good stuff you guys let's see here I am a firm believer in this principle so there we go That's going to add it to everyone's sheet. Did it make the other ads go away? Yeah, I don't have any individual ads. I just have one add all button. But it has like Inferia and Atreus and Nyx listed on there. Can you see your experience? On your character sheet just on Sophia? How much you got? Yeah. 30681. Did it go up? Nick's got it, and I gave it to Alba, gave it to you, and then uh, Inferia can do it, and uh, Peter can do it when they want to click the button. Okay. Good stuff. It's just uh, what are you? You're just prepping the same. What do you? What do you? What are you slow cooking? Just setting up the the bag to poop out my potions in the morning. Got you. Same potions. All right. Cool. Then draw my map. Yeah. The huge. Okay. Second. 
was that? Yeah, the night uh, proceeds quite quietly besides the occasional uh, burst of thunder. Are you able to review your notes and make your loggings on your map with no issue? And of course, the uh, set the bag to produce more of the potions that you uh, require. Though a number of you have uh, some injuries, it seems that you are going to simply hope that the night's rest will bring them to a close. Let's see. Who's on second watch, Imperia? Uh, yes. Yeah. Second watch comes around, I'll wake her up and say, just saying things on her hands. I start to walk over the next. Dun, dun, dun! As I loom over her sleeping body. Oh, fuck. This is how I die. <laughs> As I take out my knife! Acid <laughs> Furia. Wake her up. Ask her to, uh... Make sure. If nothing is wrong, then Nick should sleep peacefully. If not, well, I'll strip the curse away from her. As I'm gonna try to get rid of that curse. And it seemed that it could resist a little bit, uh, resist a little bit last time around, so that I'm gonna pump some stronger magic into it. I'm, I'm fourth level. Oh, not moving using curse. No, no, wait a minute. Fourth level or moving cursing out of her. Okay. Is there a consumable component to that? No. no. Okay. Spill slots. Uh, can you post the uh, spell text for Remove Curse for me? All curses affecting one creature or object in object cursed item. Blah, blah, blah. In fear, you see Sophia having uh, woken you up for your watch, uh, looming over Nyx and casting the same sort of magic that she did on Atreus uh, on Nyx, stating that it's better to be safe than sorry. And she is getting ready to cast, uh, it looks like, Remove Curse on her. I don't know if you could hear what I just said or not. Woke you up, asked you to uh, come help me with Nyx real quick. Better safe than sorry. If my if the spell works, then uh, we'll get the curse off. If it doesn't, then shouldn't have any effect, and Nick should continue on sleep. Sounds good. As you call on this magic and reach down towards her, you see no flinch. You feel no tension. Your magic searches for something to latch onto this entity, whatever it is. It's like a curse you have been able to pull it out with the same magic out of atreus but in the end it was suspended in your hand by this magic requiring kira to dissolve it away beneath her divine light reaching towards nyx you aren't able to find anything seems like the echo has not reached her paranoia may have simply been her own doing And give me 
A spellcasting ability check, DC equal to the level of the spell. So I guess 14. A spellcasting ability check with disadvantage. Seven. And feel that arcane energy called on for this magic and unable to find anything. It dissipates. That's comforting. Good. I'm sure the thought of the echo mattled her a bit. Doesn't that she should be fine? Yes. Leave the watch to you. I will keep an eye on everything. I'll come to the door and call Ivis back for a report. Drifts in and you almost don't recognize him as he just seems to have snow and ice just encrusted all over him. He sort of skids to a, uh, a halt on the stone and almost in a canine-like fashion, just sort of flaps his wings and shakes himself and sends ice and snow onto the stone before chirping up at you, saying, it's just cold and snowy. There's nothing out there. I'm in the warmth of a couple of watches, and then you can go out during the last one. gives you two thumbs up with both of his wings, even though he doesn't have thumbs. <laughs> As, do you do anything during your watch? No. Just Star. kind of out the window every once in a while, but it is dark. <laughs> yeah, it's dark. Thankfully, the uh, the lantern on Nix's staff uh, sort of propped and uh, positioned up to keep uh, burning, providing some lights in this place, but other than that, it is dark and very hard to see outside. As do, 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 do. Towards the end of your watch, There's a massive burst of thunder and lightning in the air. You can see it sort of light up the outside uh, through the window. You can see like flashes of uh, illumination across the stone and snow. And as the lightning clears and the darkness swallows the space back up, you hear another sound. This time, very loud, very clear. It sounds like a large piece of metal just plummets from the sky and into the earth. You just hear this as it sinks into stone and it reverberates out into this whole space as all of you hear it. This thunderous clap of force, something slaps into rock and and uh, pierces into it with a very shrill and high-pitched, like, 
scraping of metal on stone. Iria immediately jumps across the room to wake us up for those of us sleeping. Yes, um, you cannot not hear it. Yeah. And grabbing Nix's lantern and Nix's cloak. Is it a fire lantern? Yes. Okay, so instead of doing that, she but just it's a hooded, out. it's a hooded lantern. She slides the hood closed. I don't want it to see us. And what she is, darts back. What is it? I don't know, but it sounds like one of those mithril feathers. Only I thought we killed that beast. It does sound like that. Maybe there's another one. Oh, great. I didn't want it to see our light through the window. Good thinking. Mm. As a trace, how does this spear ready? It's just that sound. Then the blizzard comes back, it's quiet, time passes. Well, nothing seems to happen. Well, if there's nothing looking for us, perhaps we can investigate in the morning. Those of us on watch will have to stay wary, and I suggest we keep the lantern doused. Agreed. <sighs> Within the bubble, the light should not escape out. <laughs> I don't like that sound! The I'm getting goosebumps. Oracle's chosen. I am the eternal envoy for the Lord of Iron. I demand an audience with you so that you may be given fair Chance. Do we know what that is? Not a fucking clue. Kira looks to Kira. Wrong number, sorry. Do you know what that is? I've never heard of a Lord of Iron. And I have been Achoo. all over Thylea. Though the way she's Peaks. No one talks like that anymore. Akira just seems to sort of lose a bit of focus for a few moments. Oh, he's old. Whatever this thing is. It talks like a dragon lord. Very old. Another visage? Like Vulcans in the Mithril Forge, maybe? I well, don't know. Well, isn't... Isn't there someone here guarding the entrance to the Necropolis? Damon. But he cannot Damon. leave the Necropolis into Thylea. Not without consequence. I mentioned a fair chance. 
If there's any opportunity for us to get an advantage on what it is we are about to head into tomorrow, I say we take it. I just might mm. be able to... Snakes walks out the door. Nix. Oh, Nix has already made up her mind. Uh, I sent Ivis out front with instructions to be as, you know, quiet and subtle as possible. Let's see if we can see where anything. Did, where did the voice come from? Outside, oh, it seems. Somewhere to your west, maybe? My magic is all but spent, but I can keep safe harbor, as it were. Nyx. If something goes wrong, return. Nyx, stay here by the hearth for a moment. You too, Atreus. Ibis is gonna kind of keep low to the ground. Along the edge of this building. Let's get back here. <laughs> Does he see anything? Oh. No. Is the rock glowing? No, the rock's not glowing. It definitely seems to be shedding some light. The rock is glowing! Okay. Um. Let me come over to this tree. The rock is glowing. I'm gonna dart back. The rock is glowing. The rock is glowing, apparently. What rock? Is that his medium? In the middle of the spring by the tree. Except I'm definitely whispering right now. Okay, so there's no creature. It's just a glowing rock. Which I just saw, but he didn't go very far. Are oh, you ignoring me? My patience is not immense, chosen. That's what I was afraid of. Carrier's no, gonna hop out here. I gotta yeah. put some fucking pants on, man. Put me over in the middle of the but fucking Christ. night. Jesus Christ. Why are you just hopping out in the middle of there? Just like, hold on a second. Okay, I guess we're going. We are not ignoring you, envoy. We are simply. Arranging ourselves. It's a stern and serious voice. One that takes you, Inferia, almost back to Themis. Oh? It's gruff and deep and it's warbled, but there's distinctly a feminine tinge to it. This sounds like a woman's voice, but it is powerful and angry. Is that you looking at the stone? There is this light coming off of it, but it is not from the stone itself. There is a single glowing large spear embedded into the stone that was not there before, jutting out Sorry, of it, and it shimmers with power. We present ourselves, envoy. 
Do you? I sense another, but I cannot see them. Do you cower? She does not cower. She merely watches our camp. She is tired. We ask your forgiveness for not all of us being present. I just call on her times working for a queen. <laughs> and then you can carry this message. To whom do I truly address? Speak your names so the world may know them. I am a I am Inferia. An Amazon from the island of Themis. I am Nyx, known as the Starlit Priest. I don't know. I'm Atreus. I don't have any titles. Fuck, who are you? Atreus just has a scowl on his face. He looks pretty tired. I am Theomos, God King of this world. <laughs> Fucking Christ. I am Alba, also God King of this world. <laughs> Alba, the uh, Oracle's favorite. They introduce themselves. Yeah. You hear behind you Kira sort of peeking out towards a. Uh, the rear of you looking out at this uh, spear. And you travel in the company. <sighs> Fine. I am the Iron Envoy, bearer of the Black Spear, she who is bound by vengeance. You have been graciously granted an invitation into the new world. A world bound in iron, stripped bare of weak gods, foolish kings, and pathetic squabbles. This world will be ruled by the Lord of Iron. You need not worry yourselves over some silly odyssey. The Iron Lord will bring peace with the Twin Titans and unity with all through on death. Your part is to leave this place, journey past the old woods, and swear your allegiance at the Iron Lord's beacon. What say you? As, as Sophia all the way within the confines of this uh, building, you could hear these words reverberate into into this space past your uh, tiny hut, just carrying and you can hear everything. Or at least you can hear everything that she's saying. Yeah, same positions, I heard the, the first proclamation. Yeah. yeah, that sounds kind of plain, so we're just like not gonna do that. would ask for time to consider your offer, Envoy. Can 
I must inquire, how is it the Iron King intends to make peace with the Twin Titans? He has made peace with Lutheria already. In ascent from the lowest depths of Hades brings with him his power. You would be wise to respect it. Next, like, looks at her Lutherian mark skeptically. It's as if... It's as if she's looking at Lutheria herself, like... Really? This was the green beacon we saw a few days ago. His imminence is omniscient. This offer has been extended to others, then. We are not the first. You are of limited company. What company? Limited. Oh. And of those groups that have been invited in the past, what happens to those who refuse? They join the Legion in undeath. How very generous. Your foolish king has learned this. Which king? Our. We the have king. no one king. We are from many nations. You will have to clarify. Daddy? Oh my god. The fool who thought he could replace the Dragon Lords. Oh. Like I said before, I ask that we have time to discuss this group. Fetch your final member. You will swear the oath as a group, or not at all. <laughs> that gives us no uh. time to discuss, Envoy. We need at least 24 hours. You have five minutes. Fifteen. Five! Do not test my patience, child! I see. Seven and a half. Boy, and take it or leave it. Miriam moves off and gestures for everyone to follow her. Just to tell you I'm serious, you have four minutes. How about three? What is this? I only see three members of the Sophia Squad. Huh? 
only have five minutes to put forward a plan of escape. Or attack, as it were. I mean... Can the rock do anything? I mean, I guess I could summon, like, spirits or something. Uh... Which is the way we need to head out? It's not towards the way of the rock, right? Any way out of this space requires us to go past that clearing. Hmm. Is there any reason why Kira's not rejoining us in the bubble? <laughs> come Kira, join the huddle, even though you're not really part of us, but come join the huddle. Yeah, as you uh, walk past back into the building, you see her just sort of staring at the spear, uh, seemingly a bit transfixed. You have to sort of get her attention, and she just sort of backs away from it and walks. Kira, do you know anything of this? This is unprecedented. It seems like the kind of thing Ketamine would have rejected this Lord of Iron. The invitation is extended. Yes, true. To us, or to everyone else? No, the invitation for this Lord of Iron to enter Thylea. Therefore, putting him outside of means... Oh. But the Thylea. invitation must have been given by someone in power. The creature from before was welcomed into this place, given an invitation by those that gave their lives upon that matter. Mm. Not just any invitation will do. You said they already have an alliance with the Titans. Well, we don't, we don't have time to deal with all of that right now. We just have time to deal with how we escape this envoy. We only have a couple of minutes left. So we flee. By going out the window and then taking shelter in the other building. Just due east of us. But I don't know what we're supposed to do from there. Keep going east? It's not our way. It's not our path. We either accept its offer, which is obviously not going to happen, we reject it, and then what? Face its wrath of some sort, or we flee, and we either face its wrath or escape it. And he's fleeing gives us but a the chance. But that's where we are. I knew that there was one less of us. Mm. Something no, not the sense of presence. Something tells me fleeing isn't going to be quite the option we're hoping for. If we're going to deny the invitation, we best be prepared for how it's going to retaliate. Yeah. Here it starts putting on his armor. <laughs> you have four minutes. Like, I'm gonna need at least ten to get this fucking armor on, man. Come on. It's okay. It's half plate, not full plate. It's okay. Don't think that takes a decent amount of time. It takes half as much time. What do you mean? <laughs> Kira, what were you saying about such envoy? Invitation unprecedented? I have not seen something like this. Not on Thylea. This 
That light. That light is not normal. It's not like the others. It is the light of the river. It is the light of the river. Kokaitis. I feel like Nyx would know what that is. Yeah, Nyx, you're pretty religious. You're pretty informed on things. You yep. would know the religious teachings say that Hades, or the underworld, the plane below the material plane, Thylea, is said to be connected as a philosopher would say, by five border planes, or as the church would say, rivers. These rivers have connection points in Thylea, where the border between realms is so thin as to be almost non-existent. Cocytus, C-O-C-Y-T-U-S, is one of these rivers. You said C-O-C? C-O-C-Y-T-U-S. If that is a light of Kyptus, then we don't have any more reason to believe that he was lying about that deal with Lutheria. Do not. I am not. Is, it sounds like Kira is just sort of transfixed on trying to figure out who it is, this, this Iron Envoy, Iron Lord. These words mean nothing to her, and even less to you or Sophia. Were the, from our research, were the elemental planes part of those planes just connecting? Uh, uh, huh? Nyx wants to take a guess if this is if the Iron King is from an elemental plane, just because iron. Unrelated. Gotcha. Saying that was a form of connection with Kokaida. So most likely Lutheria invited a creature from death itself to this plane. Something like that. That would make sense. It's going to have a legion of undead. He wants lots of people to swear allegiance to it. And to throw in the king that wants to bring back the dragon lords. This might be... This, this might be Lutheria's doing. Promising peace. But really, it's going to be a worldwide takeover. I mean, they said something about everyone joining under undeath, so it's already unacceptable. Well, cheese, but... Cheese, but they bring us destruction, but that's... This debate is not what we need right now, what we need is a plan. Oh, and we are out of time. Seems like we have only one course of action, to reject its offer and to face its wrath. Oh, well, we've faced worse, more sturdier wraths. Actually, this is unprecedented, but nonetheless. Slayers of Cerberus, usurpers of Storm Souls. 
reignite my lantern. As yeah, Atreus just recounts their adventure, Slayer of a Godsling Boy, Offerer of its soul. Hmm. I don't think we're going to be able to outrun this thing. Not if it can just drop in in the middle of the night. You're saying that. Kira, yeah. and she's sort of like looking back towards where that spear was. And Inferior, oh. give me a very hard insight check. Me? Okay. Yep. Uh oh. Insight? Ooh, just barely. You see just the slightest furrowing at the eyes and at the brow. The fear. Oh, I'm curious great. face. Oh. If we cannot run for it, no point in showing my back anyways. Until you get stabbed in it. find ourselves walking in the mall because it invited us. Wonderful. I can't get through the door! Sophia squad too fat! Sophia squad too thick! Oh, I can't unselect you. Just line them up in a line. I know, I had them all selected. I can't unselect them with just the mouse. Ah, uh, Sophia Squad Conga line. <laughs> conga, conga, conga. This is the end, but I don't feel like any response. Your time is running out. What say you, Oracle's Chosen? Our hmm. task is not yet done, Envoy. We have sworn oaths that we cannot break. We have sworn an oath for the challenge. We have sworn an oath to each other. The Lord of Iron supersedes such foolishness. I was told you might be stubborn. I am offering peace and power for a simple change in fealty. You do not want my vengeance in its place. That is choosing death through cold and brutal violence. Bend the knee to the Lord of Iron or die and be claimed in undeath. That is your choice. There is no peace in the power you offer, Envoy. 
Not for us, and not for Thylea. Well said. Thank you. I did serve in a royal court. My death mm. by two different planes makes no difference. One will fight against. You think yourselves heroes? Yes. You do not know what that word means. We are vengeance. One thought drives us. What is started will be finished. For our task is unending. Our hatred burns cold. We will never rest. You will know our pain and our truth. For the wounds of betrayal never heal. Kira, goddess of music. So let us see how many spears you can endure. And so you become someone's laptop. This, these words wash out and this light billows up into a pillar, much like the one you saw to the southeast uh, a few days ago, tearing up into the sky and filling up the immediate uh, surroundings of this icy lake and these uh, this tree. Just the whole area seems to be bathed in this Hedean light of the river Kakaitis as... We're all gonna die. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes, the campaign ends. Shower. And hey, it might be pretty cool. We're playing as a skeleton. as it fills up this place and you can see shimmering in the light and hearing and seeing the creak of bone and armor almost seem to walk out of this pillar in front of you. As you can hear just the shuffle of armor and shields, spears at the ready. As appearing before you out of the shadows and out of this pillar. Phalanxes of skeletons. Multiple. Ah, uh, yes, skelly bombs. Lots of skelly bombs. As do, 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 do. I would need you guys to add yourself to the combat tracker. I wonder how much we would have derailed the campaign if we just accepted. We just undid now. Yep. Alright, fair enough. Sounds good to us. Story. <laughs> Alright, you got us there. We give up. We'll, we'll sacrifice Kira too. You want her? Oh, damn. I, I can grapple her. 
Like, like three of us will grapple her, well, we'll just give you to the rock. Ourselves, why not? Yeah. As this beam of energy sort of breaks through uh, the blizzard, and you can see the snow continues to fall, but it seems like it's almost being pushed or just sort of shifted around as you're able to see much more clearly now. Do I have time as... to activate my shield? With my command word? Uh, I would say you could have done that coming out into this, uh, into this cool, place. Cool, 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 cool. Five phalanxes? Yikes. As just standing atop the frozen over ice, this large black spear jutted into the stone, still shining off this light. You can see all of these skeletons bringing their spears and shields down into formation. As... Do we want to come back next week? <gasps> no! <laughs> Because yes. it ain't just skeletons, baby. There's phases yes. to this. Oh. Then yes. Oh. Then absolutely. Okay, If it's yeah. phases, yeah. I also cannot in good conscience let Brendan play uh, three fucking characters. characters at once. <laughs> yeah. A million characters in a, in a story-heavy, pivotal combat. And I want Alan I mean, to be here. It's not that bad, because Sophia has basically no spell slots left, and I don't think Alvin does anything in combat, so I think we're fine. That's another reason I want Adelaide here to. I, I need to get more uh, insight into how Alba handles combat. All right. As the Oracle's chosen face off, it seems, against the Iron Envoy of the Lord of Iron. An offer refused, and a vengeance will be taken. Not this night. But next Sunday, right here on Lionhead Gaming, uh, tune in on the 13th of January, right here at 5 o'clock p.m. Eastern, to see how our heroes face off against wave after wave after wave of undead. And will they be able to triumph over this mysterious figure, this wielder of the Black Spear, who speaks like a dragon lord? This and more. We'll have to find out. Uh, I want to thank you all so much for hanging out with us tonight. Uh, thank you, Paradise RPG. Mwah. Love you guys for the raid. Uh, thank you, Trent JH, for following. I hope you had fun if you're still around. And uh, Knightly Emma, thank you so much for following. And of course, Pyrus, thank you for the host. Thanks, everyone, uh, for being with us tonight. I am so looking forward to this. Uh, and yeah, we should be back this Thursday uh, for more Song of Rapture. Uh, continuing our wonderful sandy time desert adventures uh, where uh, hopefully my uh, friends try to save me uh, so that way I can at least maybe by the end of this maybe be an anti-hero instead of just a confused violent gremlin uh, friends you know. air quotes yeah friends air quotes full gremlin <laughs> <laughs> instead of a depression instead of a depression Old snake people. bundle just a literal <laughs> snake knot of uh of sadness and violence, you know. Noodle. Danger noodle bundle. Yep. Yeah, I just I just fall over and explode into a pile of snakes, scattered uh -huh. to the wind. Like leaves. As that's all I've got for you tonight. Uh we're gonna go ahead and try to find somebody to share the love with and host uh in these idea. moments. Ooh, who do you got? Uh Jakey Boy Arts. 
He's doing Shakey he's Arts. doing art. Yeah, the Boblin the Goblin artist. Oh, okay. He made a new PNG tuber for his streams that he's testing out tonight, and it's adorable. What is it, Jakey? J here, I can I can handle it. I've got I, see I know it. how to do the things. Yeah, so that's all we got for you tonight. So as always, may your dice roll twenties, and you always make your saves. Get your shots. From the mods for Lion King, the Raider, the Gamer. Twitch is buggy to raid. Okay. I kind of figured it was a Twitch bug. Because, you know, name three times Twitch has worked. You can't. <laughs> um, here we go. Oh, gosh. My nose is stuffy. Thanks for following.